0: Welcome to Standout Style, a podcast that tears down the uncertainties of style, fashion, and inner confidence. I'm your host Camry Hill. I'm a personal stylist, digital entrepreneur, wife and mom of three. I'm totally obsessed with helping women exude confidence from the inside out. In this podcast, you will hear style and wardrobe tips, as well as incredible stories of women who are out there showing up as their most confident selves, style and all. Welcome back to the Standout Style Podcast. This is Camry Hill, your host, and I'm really, really excited to be introducing you to my beautiful guest today, Leticia. We just double-checked that I'm saying her name right because we... I just told her that I got my name wrong or everyone got my name wrong growing up my whole life. So if I've got that name right, I'm like doing really well. I'm so, so excited to have you on today. Leticia is an energetics and strategy business mentor and the founder and CEO of Essential Shift Consulting. Welcome to the Standout Style Podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Camry, for having me here. I'm really excited for our conversation.
0: Thank you. And you can hear her beautiful accent. She is all the way from France, correct? So whereabouts in France?
1: So I grew up in a very, very small village in the south of France, in the French Riviera in Provence. It's called Flayosque. It's very tiny and so beautiful. So we are in between Saint-Tropez and uh Gorge du Verdon and Marseille and Nice so just in a tiny place close to everything beautiful beautiful I got to visit a few
0: of those places about 10 years ago and it was just the most stunning place so my goodness Mm -hmm. your your voice is just like music to the ears I love it so much But I would love for you to tell my audience about yourself. Obviously, we've now know where you're from, but give us a lowdown on who you are and your beautiful
1: business. Mm, thank you, Camry. So um, I am born and raised in France, as I've shared, and I moved to Australia about eight years ago. And I never managed to say Australia in the right way. So Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I moved here about eight years ago now, and. Um, I felt really called to this land. I was living in Paris, I was a strategy consultant, very successful in my career. And, you know, traveling around the world, going to the US, going to different places in Europe, supporting big businesses in defining their strategy, in defining their growth, their innovation. It was really beautiful in terms of a uh, divine masculine energy. So doing, 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 but I lost connection with the earth, the land, the nature and so on. And one day I suffered from burnout. It was eight years ago. And that day when I stopped working and I made space during this few days of you know, sickness leave, which was the first time I was take, taking any sick leave in years, I realized that actually I wanted to live in a place where I could have nature surrounding me and have the same impact doing something that I love. And this is why I felt called to Australia. And when I arrived in Australia, I took six months sabbatical to really find out what I wanted to do next in my career. And during that time I created another business and I mentored startup and I did a consulting gig and all of that it was not a really real sabbatical, but we'll yeah. go to my ADHD traits. So I'm very active, so it's hard for me not to do anything. Yeah. And after that, I decided to join a big corporation called Telstrom. Where well, I was a general manager in innovation strategy and new growth, loved it until one day I felt really called to go all in with essential shift, which is my business now, and picking impact-driven entrepreneur and helping them with all the skills that I've learned through my experience as a strategist and blending it with energetics and spirituality as I grew up in a very spiritual family connected to a lineage of healer and all of that. So today I'm full-time on my business Essential Shift and I'm just loving it. It's exponentially growing without burning out just by connecting with my own cycle and helping my client to do the same. Wow,
0: what a story. I love it so much. I, I just... I find it so interesting because I do have a lot of guests that come on this podcast that have such um, a transition from that really demanding corporate lifestyle. I think as entrepreneurs, we tend to find what we don't like in those (laughs) early career days, right? And go, oh, yeah, yeah. Like that doesn't suit us. And that's why we become entrepreneurs because we Mm -hmm. love having that time, freedom, that flow, that you know, just what we want to do in our lives, like creativity and then excitement. That's what's so amazing about it. And what a, what a story you have. I think it's amazing. And I think it's beautiful how you share your own experiences through that journey to help other bi- women in business. So mm-hmm. that's amazing. I do want to ask you, so you obviously speak a lot about flow and connecting to mindfulness through your b- business strategy. So for people who are completely new to this idea, right? Like people are coming, I'm finding in this like generation, in this era, post COVID, people are really trying to break away from burnout, right? Like people Mm -hmm. are so much more aware of their energy. Um, Women are so much more connected to their cycles. This is something that I've learned in the last probably only year or so. Mm -hmm. And I just love it so much. I really love this topic. So you're very, very educated on this. So I would love for you to just share with us, like, how can you break down connecting to that flow and that mindfulness when it comes to business and, that li- and lifestyle as well?
1: Mm, thank you for asking the question, Kimri. And what I want to share, it's like for every one of us, our flow will look different so whatever i'm sharing here it's guidance it's suggestion but really connect back to your own light as i love to say and your own energy and your own intuition and take what you need from what i am going to share the first tips that i would love to give anyone listening to this podcast around oh my gosh i feel i am out of flow i feel i'm pushing too hard i feel i'm doing everything i'm stuck in the hamster wheel and I am on the verge of burning out, is really to go back to their own space inside and look at what they feel called to connect with first. Some people in my clients feel called to connect with the season, looking at the season outside of themselves and being like, what does this season means to me and to my own energy and to you know my own rhythm in my business? and aligning it back with the energy that we have impacted by the seasons, the movement of the sun, the divine masculine energy from the sun. All the clients are more connected to their moon, which is their period and the moon cycle of the moon around us, and which change every two and a half days, just for anyone listening to this who is not familiar with the moon changing. It's really connecting back to the cycle of the moon and how do you want to harness it also to bring back the flow because when you're bleeding it's not a moment to push through it's a moment to go back inward and connect with your intuition in that time you're very intuitive when you're bleeding and you may be bleeding with a new moon if you are you know what we call a red moon uh, woman or you may be bleeding on the new moon if you are a white moon woman and that's okay whenever you're bleeding it's just connecting back to your own energy, connecting back to the moon to bring back the flow. Or maybe you're someone who connects more, like you're not connecting with the season, you're not connecting with the moon, you're more someone that connect with astrological sign. And then we can look at the astrological sign of the moon or of the sun and harness it based on your natal charts. There are so many ways for you to bring back your own flow, but it all starts from within and having this time for introspection and being like self-awareness gosh I am out of flow how do I bring my flow back and connecting intuitively with what from everything I shared resonate the most with you mm-hmm. and then educating yourself around this going through the rabbit hole of reading watching content connecting with people who are experts in that field and start reclaiming your flow some things that I feel is dysfunctioning right now in the entrepreneurial world, it's a lot of people want a shortcut and think that by downloading a blueprint from someone else, it is going to work. I am a huge advocate of the fact that yes, processes, structure and blueprint can help only and only if it's connected back to your own energetic blueprint, to your own specificity. So it's about going in and aligning with the outside rather than going outside to look for answers and then trying to make it fit within. I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad.
0: I mean, I resonate with a lot of things that you just said in there, but specifically what you just ended on about in the entrepreneurial world, we are, unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of trends around hitting you know really big goals and skyrocketing your business and you need this strategy and this business blueprint like it's so overwhelming right like Mm. and i actually just had this same conversation with a podcast host last week um around the business world and and that really overwhelming feeling of you have to do it this way and then the next expert says you have to do it that way um and I have found in my own business that I followed those same cycles for about three years where I felt like, just like you said, on that hamster wheel of never really feeling like I was actually getting anywhere and going, oh, just more, 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 more. Um, And I've really taken the foot off the pedal the last six months, which it can be really hard, right? Like that can be a really hard decision to make. It can feel wrong. It can feel stagnant. It can feel like you're stalling your results but what I have found is I have found so so much more space so much more clarity so much more peacefulness that was my word of the year this year was peace Mm. and it's just so refreshing to hear from women like you who have decided that that is a better way there is a better way and actually that's why I love getting people such as yourself onto this podcast because I want to share that message more not mm-hmm. only because I've learned it for myself um, or I am learning it I'm never gonna stop learning this but um, just being able to understand that there are other ways of doing business and and living your life so and that was actually kind of leads me into the next sort of question is you know, as as women, and you as women, and you touched on this a little bit already. We have so many different elements to work around in our life. So we do have our cycles. We have our children. We have our business. We have our own personalities. So whether that's astrological, like you said, or um, you know, you even mentioned ADHD. Like, there's so many elements to our personalities and how we function. As a business owner, you really have to figure out what works best for you, right? And how you can balance that all. So, I would love some tips from you on how you can balance that all or even kind of go inward to figure out all those different
1: levels of yourself. Yes, thank you. So, I love first the fact that synchronicity happened. Like, it's a topic that you say is going around a lot at the moment. And I think the more a topic goes around, the more it means that it needs to be shared at the moment in the world, it's a message that needs to be shared. So I always think of myself as a channel and I'm just kind of saying things that needs to be said, I haven't prepared any notes. It's just like we connect with what is needed to be said. And I think it's the first thing, the first is that I want to give anyone here listening to this and being like, oh my gosh, how do I reclaim my own intuition, my own power, my own truth is by making space for you to meditate go on a walk without a podcast in your ears just be by yourself with yourself and see what is this guidance this unique nudge this unique signal this unique synchronicity to you that need to go from wherever it is whatever you believe from god from the universe from you know whichever belief you have And through you thinking of yourself as someone who can communicate a unique message with your unique blueprint in it is really important. So the first tip that I always give my clients and when I teach them about how to bring the principle of Ayurveda in their business, which is also an ancient spiritual wisdom from India that I bring for my clients in business. The first element that I teach them is the element of space space is the first element without space you cannot do anything the air cannot circulate the fire cannot be created the earth cannot exist we need space first it's the same for your business for your intuition so the first tip making space going inward going on a walk by yourself connecting with mama Gaia, with nature and just see what's coming up for you what needs to be born through your own womb through your own self is my first tip space introspection and and you know this kind of inquisitive question maybe it's journaling your tool maybe it's oracle card maybe it's tarot maybe it's dancing drumming chanting whatever is your craft like just do it cooking cooking can be something preparing herbal tea whatever is your stuff the first thing introspection and space the second tip for anyone was like, oh my goodness! I have tamed my intuition for so long. I have not listened to my own voice. I have just taken in everyone else's advices, every other leader, mentors, people out there telling me what to do, and I don't know how to, uh, you know, untam this. The second tip for you: it's unlearn everything you've learned. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> and the unlearning process can take time mm-hmm. but unlearn everything you've been programmed with and it doesn't mean you throw everything we say. we have a saying in french which is like throwing the water with a baby or i don't know how you say it properly in english but this okay. kind of thing yeah i'm not telling you to throw everything away but i'm telling you to unlearn all those dogmatic principles that have been put onto you which don't resonate with you. If we go back to the fact that I have ADHD been, since I'm five-year-old, I started meditation to manage it because my parents were against medication. I have one of my daughter who suffer from um, ADHD and is on the spectrum, and I'm telling her the same thing. First, we are different, each and every one of us, we are different. So in the way I am in business is different to you, is different to anyone else listening to this podcast. and. The way I do that is I unlearn. Do I have to stay seated all day to work? Fuck no! I have ADHD. Sorry, I swear. <laughs> That's um, okay. <laughs> but I'm not gonna sit in front of my laptop. I am going to go on a walk and then, you know, voice note myself with ideas. I am going to, you know, uh, pat my dog and then relax and boom, another ideas will come up. So, I do it in my own way, and it takes a lot of effort to unlearn this programming to unlearn and my girls go to a Montessori school because what I love, it's like, they can decide how they want to learn and what they want to learn. And I just love that I can offer them this opportunity, which I didn't have as a kid, but my parents found all the way to help me not be too programmed by how to do things.
0: Yeah.
1: This is my second tip and I could go for hours, but I don't know how much detail yes. you want, but this is no, I let's think start that's, with a, two. Yeah. that's amazing.
0: That's honestly the messages and the, like you said, (laughs) when things start circulating, they need to be voiced. And these things are, it's just interesting how things land in your lap when you need to hear them. Obviously, Mm. I feel like it's really reassuring um, because these are all things that I've been going through my business this year. Uh, But it's just so true. So, so true. Starting with that spaciousness is number one, absolutely. Mm. And I love that you said you need to unprogram yourself because, right, like for the audience listening here, hands up if you have been through every membership, every course, every program out there, right? Like I can say that I consistently for five years have been in something, in Mm. some sort of course, which education is so important, right? And I totally believe that. But- at what point does it get to be too much? When are you giving yourself that space? So I think that's those are two really, really important things to highlight because mm-hmm. I, I do think that that's, the space that we're in at the moment, especially with online education, it's so accessible to us that we can tap into these things all the time, but when is it too much, right? So just going mm-hmm. inward and, and and for me this year, too much. I was like, okay. Time to stop. (laughs) Time Mm -hmm. to just trust yourself. Trust yourself as a business owner that you can make decisions that are going to be the best for your business. And I love that you mentioned ADHD. This is so crazy because I have been speaking to someone that just got diagnosed and she's in her thirties. A friend of mine, who's also a business owner. She just got diagnosed and never knew this about herself. So this is a conversation I've been having in a DM with this particular person. And I was asking her, like, how did this come about? And all the things that she started teaching and talk, well, not really teaching, but just telling me her story, it was like, a lot of these things are kind of hitting home with me. Because mm. I've always kind of questioned myself on why don't I tick the way my husband does? Like, why can't I be as motivated at certain times? Or I tend to want to be busy all the time, but then I feel like sometimes I don't get, it's all about your work environment as well. So I would love for you to speak on the topic of ADHD a little bit, if you can, and how that works for you. Because I do think there's probably a huge amount of entrepreneurs out there that don't realize that they probably have a degree of ADHD. Like, I feel like I probably just have a degree of it that, And I've already started listening to some books talking about it. And I'm like, oh, that's why I do this. Or, oh, okay, now it makes sense why I feel certain ways or do things differently. So Mm. I know it's a big topic, but...
1: (laughs) No, that's okay. I'm happy to share this. So again, everything I'm sharing, it's my own experience. I don't want anyone, you know, being like, okay, I take it, I try it, and I do it this way. But I'm going to share what works for me. So the first thing that I want to share with everyone... And it's something coming from our culture right now. We are in a culture which, even if you don't have ADHD, you all have traits of ADHD. Mm -hmm. We all have hundreds of times open with the TikTok scroll and the Instagram scroll. So know that we see a tendency more and more to have traits of ADHD in people who don't have ADHD. So this is the first thing that I wanna say, we're in a very Vata society. If I go back to uh, the Ayurveda and the dosha that I teach to my client and Vata is all about air and you know, like it's moving, it's moving a hundred, you know, time an hour and you're just like, oh my gosh, how do I catch up? So this triggers ADHD traits in a lot of people around us and it doesn't mean necessarily that you have ADHD, but what I'm gonna share is gonna help everyone because in the end, We all have traits of ADHD today because we all want the instant gratification. Mm -hmm. We all want the new things, the shiny objects straight away and all of that. So for me, what happens with ADHD is I cannot stay put and sitting on my chair and not moving and focus on one thing for more than 45 minutes. 45 minutes is how I get a shitload done. And after that, I just need to get outside, ground myself back, you know, do something where I'm mindful. So this is how I work. I work on 45 minutes increments and my team, which is another tip which I would share after on how to deal with ADHD as an entrepreneur. But the first thing is find out what is your focus time. So pick a day and look at what time of the day is the most efficient what time of the day and for how long are you getting the best of your creative flow happening because with adhd we it's a superpower i want to i always tell my daughter you have a superpower because it's so hard at the same time to have adhd (laughs) in many ways but i want to say harness this superpower by looking in what works for you in terms of time in terms of um timestamp of working and so on and then you harness it and when i do that in 45 minutes i get so many things done and i don't want to share it here because some people will compare and be like oh my goodness how did you get that and i don't and so on and when i was in consulting everyone would tell me would tell me like how do you get so much juice coming out of you in such a short period of time and how to not burn out when you have adhds by then breaking after this time of being very productive you reward yourself and for me it's going in nature it's reconnecting with the earth and then i can go back and embrace again this element of you know air and spaciousness which will make me create a lot of things so working on short-term increments really works for me and for me it's 45 minutes some of my clients 25 minutes other it's 90 minutes just everyone is different Then the second tip is don't do everything yourself because with ADHD, (laughs) if you want to do everything, then you're going just to explode (laughs) because like, for instance, I know myself, I'm a strategic brain. I'm very visionary. I love to think big picture and so on. So that's why in my team straight away in my business and also as I've always been a leader of big teams, I love outsourcing, I love surrounding myself with experts, people who know how to do the Instagram bit, do the email marketing bit, do the design bit. So I just surrounded myself with an amazing team who I can pass on the task. Mm -hmm. So if you're not in a phase where you can outsource, but you know you have ADHD, And there is only so much you can do in your deep work time, your 45 minutes, 25 minutes increment, then let go of the rest. Focus on what's essential or outsource the thing that create frustration in you, or you're just procrastinating towards doing it, or just like, oh my gosh, why do I have to do that? Because energetically, then it's not going to work. So this is a second tip. Outsource or just don't do it. Yeah. Focus on what's essential. Yeah. And um, the third thing that I will uh, touch on that really works for me uh, with my ADHD is just always noticing what gives me energy and what drains my energy. So I'm very clear with my energetic boundaries with my clients, with the time I on, this time I'm off, when I am off screen, when I am on screen. So I allow myself to really look at my energy and be transparent with those boundaries with my client. And that's why I'm not on screen after 9 PM. I'm not, you know, I need this downtime and those rituals that ground me daily. So I have a lot of ritual practices, which will help anyone listening to this, who tend to have ADHD traits or is diagnosed with ADHD. How can you bring ritual that ground you back into your body? That grounds you back into the reality, and a screen is taking you out of this reality. So, ritual is huge. That's why I was taught meditation at the age of five. EFT as well, like tapping is really good to reconnect with your body. Breath work, walking barefoot on the earth, smelling, you know, essential oil or something, just reconnecting with your senses and the fact that you are within a body and be here right now and present yeah beautiful tips so
0: amazing oh it's it's something that i've just really lent into this year so all of those tips are amazing and i think um something that came up while you were speaking then was the outsourcing thing like i know people hear that and they totally freak out and they're like you know i'm only in the beginning of my entrepreneurial um journey or you know I don't have the money to outsource or whatever but I also think it's important to highlight that because I remember feeling early on when I was had kids full-time you know doing all the housework my husband was working crazy hours and I was trying to get my business up and going and for me I realized that when I was trying to do everything I did nothing Like Mm -hmm. I was too much on my plate that I was constantly in this endless race of feeling like I was never getting anything done because it was the overwhelming stress. So I think it's important also to remember that you can outsource things at home as well. Like it doesn't have to just be in your business. I used to feel really guilty for getting cleaners to my house or going to take my car to get cleaned instead of doing it myself, like just little things. And especially, and I'm sure you can connect with this, is we we don't have family around. Well, I know I don't. So we both have families overseas. Yes. And when you have kids, that re- can be really difficult when you don't have your own mom and dad around or people that you can just call to come help you. So outsource what you can, even if it's just housework or little things at home, asking your partner for more help, whatever it is, you cannot take on that full load yourself. And I've had to learn that myself. And I think that's an important message for people who are definitely in those early stages, because I remember being there. Mm. (laughs) I really remember being there. So don't you agree that those are all like also other things? And I mean, how do you handle it when it comes to not having the family around being having your children in Australia like I was the same I have my three kids and I had them all overseas and my
1: family is literally so far away (laughs) yeah same with me so the things that we do the first thing is as you said like we outsource some of the housework so for us it's cleaner it's um we have a beautiful former client who created a company where you get like homemade Meal cooked and delivered to your house. So we support this business and at the same time we get delicious meal delivered to our house. So we do that for three dinner um per week. And also I have my daughters going two days at after school care. So I have two days from three to five where I have space for myself where it doesn't mean that I get more done in business because as I've mentioned with ADHD, I work on sprint and then I just yeah. rest. So I, I have the, this spaciousness. I allow myself to, to do that. And also I ask for help. I'm really good at asking for help. So maybe a neighbor, maybe a friend, maybe like someone around. I created my own kind of family here to have some support. So I always ask for help and I always also give help of course it's like an energetic exchange for sure but I am really mindful about the fact that we need with my husband time for ourselves time together and also you know having the best quality time with our girls if we are too much together I'm not the best mom I'm the worst mom ever or this is how I I would describe myself even though my daughter would be best than ever i know i could be better <laughs> by having more space by having more time to myself so i commit to show up with them from a filled cup and this takes support you know someone to help us and things like that so definitely it's hard to have family away and when they came to visit us my parents and my in-law when the border opened they were doing everything for us and we're like Oh my gosh, when they left, we had to take back all the load. And we're like, oh, yes. what, this is a lot actually. And we haven't realized in six years that we were yeah. doing so much. Yes. But we, we, we just uh, decided to live here in what I call my, my chosen paradise. And it comes with, of course, some hard uh, decision. And then this is where we ask for support and we outsource definitely some of the housework.
0: Yes, we have so many similarities in that because my mom and dad were just here for a month and same thing. We were like, when they left, we were like, oh no, <laughs> where did our health go? Like, it was amazing. We got to travel with them to Fiji and one of the beautiful parts about having them was it just, we had an extra pair of hands on deck at all time. It was the best holiday, Uh but you're right. It's, it's, it's amazing because we have chosen, I love Australia love living here we're so incredibly lucky to live in this country and but at times you do question yourself as a mom sometimes don't you to go like we're so far away from family so thank you for sharing that I think so many women will get a lot out of this podcast because not only are you sharing about business but life you know how you work as a person and I think it's so important in this climate that we are in where people are just looking for less stress, more spaciousness in their lives, more enjoyment, more time with their families. And I think that you are just loaded full of wisdom. I'm sure you could probably talk for hours and hours, Uh, but I would love for you to share with everyone where they can find you and how they can work with you because I know you have some really amazing options for women
1: oh thank you so much i deeply enjoyed this conversation and anyone listening to this just take what you need from this podcast and throw away what didn't resonate we are huge on this like reclaim your own wisdom don't um take what i said for granted this is what came through me today and i'm trusting that you will receive what you need so i think it's very important to add that so where you can find me i am on instagram at essential.shift is my handle you can come and slide in my dm and chat with me i haven't outsourced my dm i outsource other things in my social media but not my dm so it will be me replying to you not um bot or a va my va does other things for me so come and slide in the dm and let's have a chat the, the ways you can work with me, you can explore everything on my website, www.essentialshift.co I have a membership where we gather around the new moon, set intention, it's raw, it's authentic, it's not recorded, it's really a place to reclaim your own feminine wisdom and be you. I'm not teaching you blueprint and frameworks, you're just reclaiming your own wisdom in circle with other women. So this is my membership. Otherwise, I have a mastermind, I have private intensive session where we go through your own strategy and your own blueprint, whether it is through human design, astrology, Ayurveda. And I also have courses that you can take in your own time if you want to define your own vision. And again, you go on your own soul searching journey where I guide you through that. Or you can connect with the elements or with Ayurveda in your business. You can explore all of that on my website and I also have a podcast.
0: Beautiful, amazing. Definitely go find her ladies. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your beautiful wisdom with my audience today. Mm-hmm. I know I have taken some amazing, you know, tips away from that. So um, I always say to the ladies, save these ones and come back to them in a few months' time because it's always really important to just remind yourself of these tips, especially when it comes to you know, mindset and just giving yourself that grace once in a while, you know, we all need that little reminder. So thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a beautiful week.